Grace and peace to you this night in the name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope that as you were out getting your Valentine's Day cards and your gifts and all of your supplies for celebrating tomorrow, that you also went to the Lent section of the card aisle and got your Happy Ash Wednesday cards. Did you get those? What? You missed the Lent section? Of course not. No one really wants to think about Lent. No one really wants to think about Ash Wednesday, do they? This is not a season that fits with the rest of our lives and with the rest of the world. Lent is not the time of those upbeat hymns that we all love. Lent is not the time for feeling all sorts of warm and fuzzy things as we gather for church. No, we gather in this place and we think about our own mortality. We gather in this place and we are reminded of our flaws and our failings. Remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Hymns in a minor key. Doesn't fit, but here we are tonight on this Ash Wednesday. And so we turn to the text. And let's be honest, the texts don't really make things much better, do they? They aren't exactly uplifting. We could listen to the words of the prophet Joel read by Linnell tonight. Blow the trumpet, sound the alarm, says the prophet. Return to the Lord your God with all your heart. Return to the Lord your God with fasting. Return with weeping and with mourning. Rend your hearts. Cheery stuff, really. Rip open your hearts with weeping and with mourning. This doesn't really fit with the idea of coming to church so you can feel better about yourself, does it? But there it is. Real quickly, and this will be important later. Real quickly, as we're, we're moving from one thing to another, what's the punishment in the state of Texas for murder? Right, death, of course. And why? Why in the state of Texas is the punishment for murder death? Because they deserve it? Because they've got it coming to them? An eye for an eye and a tooth for truth? Yeah, that, that's certainly true too. Right? Punishment in the state of Texas for murder is death. Because they deserve it. File that away. File that away and let's, let's turn to the gospel lesson. Because on a night like tonight, some good news will cheer us up, right? On a night like tonight, some good news will make us feel better. That's what good news does. Listen to these words from Jesus to us. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. If anyone strikes you on the right cheek, give them the other if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give them your cloak, too. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you. Do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said you shall love your neighbor and you shall hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun to rise on the evil and also on the good. He makes the rains to fall on the righteous and also on the unrighteous. 
And also while you're thinking about Lent and who God is calling to, to you to be, Jesus gives us just a simple task for this Lent. Be perfect, therefore, as your Father in heaven is perfect. That's all Jesus asks of you. Be perfect. We talk about Lenten disciplines of giving up chocolate or maybe giving up alcohol or maybe becoming more of a morning person. And Jesus says, how about this one? Be perfect. And not just, not just any sort of perfect. Perfect in the same way that God is perfect. I've been thinking for some time that it's time to replace my coffee mug that I always carry with me. I want a new coffee mug and I want to put some words on it. I want to print on that coffee mug these words. Christianity is for suckers. Christianity is for suckers. Did you pay attention to Jesus' words tonight? This is not the way we live. This is not the way we want to live. It's not the way we teach our children to live, is it? We say things like, you have to stand up for yourself. Don't let people walk all over you. Don't be a doormat. Don't be a chump. If you fool me once, shame on you. If you fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not going to be a sucker. But Jesus says, if anybody hits you once, invite them, say, hey, hit me again. Sucker. We say things like, be careful when you're giving people money. Make sure that they deserve it. Right? Do drug tests if people are on welfare. Make sure that they're going to use it for food and not for beer or for drugs. Don't get taken advantage of. It's not much worse than that. But Jesus says, give to everyone, everyone who asks of you. In fact, says Jesus, if they ask you for a dollar, open up your wallet and give them two. Sucker. Christianity is for suckers. If we take seriously what Jesus says tonight anyway. I mean, who wants to be a part of a faith like this? Who wants to be a sucker? Who wants to be taken advantage of? Who would choose to be a part of the church of chumps? But that, that is precisely who Jesus calls us to be. To not resist the evildoer, to pray for our enemies and to love them. To be taken advantage of for Jesus' sake. And then, when he's all done talking about all these things, when he's done talking about all these things, he says this. This is what it means. This is what it looks like to be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. If you were to back this gospel lesson up a little bit, you'd hear Jesus talk about that murder bit that I mentioned earlier. Right? An eye for an eye, we say. Murderers deserve death, we say. They've got it coming. But Jesus says, whenever you hate a brother or sister, whenever you are angry at another person, whenever you hurl hurtful insults at another, then, then you are liable to judgment. Then you are condemned to the hell of fire. It is the same, says Jesus, 
That's murder. And once again, what's the punishment for murder? Death. Then you, then I, are the murderers who deserve death. And yet, here we are. Here we are. Because the truth is, truth is that I take advantage of God. I take advantage of God's forgiveness. I take advantage of God's mercy. I take advantage of God's grace. I walk all over God. I treat God like a sucker. Again and again and again and again. Jesus calls me. He calls you to be perfect and we fall short. And so I come here and I ask for God's forgiveness. I deserve punishment. I deserve punishment. But I ask for God's mercy and forgiveness. I'm sorry, I say. I'm sorry and I'll, I'll do better. I say. Sorry. David, says God. David, I forgive you. Go forth and sin no more. And if I'm doing really well, I might even get all the way to those doors at the back of the church before I fail again. Before I do it again. Before I squander the second chance that God has given to me. Before I abuse God's grace. Because God is a sucker for me. And God is a sucker for you. God welcomes us back and he forgives us again and he loves us still. Despite our failures. Despite our flaws. Despite what we deserve. That's what it means to talk about God's forgiveness and mercy and grace. Again and again we fall short. Again and again we blow it. We are guilty. I mean, that's what we hear tonight. Remember that you are dust. And to dust you shall return. You are imperfect. You are flawed. You are just dust. Remember that you are dust, O mortal. And to dust you shall return. And yet, I forgive you. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return, and yet I will never stop loving you, says God. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return, and you are mine. Take advantage of me, and I will love you still. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. We can't. We cannot respond to Jesus' call to us to be perfect on our own. We are dust. But with the Spirit of God, with the strength of God, with the forgiveness and the grace and the mercy of God, yes, we can. Because there's this old, old story about God. About how He reaches down into the stuff of this earth, reaching down into the dirt and down into the dust. And molding us and forming us out of the dust of the earth. And the good news this Ash Wednesday is that the God of all creation has never stopped playing in the dirt. Remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. God is not done with us yet. And so we go out. We go out and we begin and we try to love the world the way that God has loved us. We try, we try to show the world the generosity, the irresponsible generosity that God has shown to us. Be perfect. 
as your Father in heaven is perfect. Be open to being taken advantage of for Jesus' sake. Turn the other cheek and go the second mile and give more than you are asked for. Love more than is possible. Be a sucker for Jesus. Be a church of chumps. Shower the people you meet, whoever they are and wherever they are, with just a fraction of that overwhelming love that God has given to you in Jesus Christ. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And yet, you are God's beloved.